0: Welcome to Habits for Your Happily Ever After, where we get clear about your marriage communication. Because when your relationships are strong, you're able to concentrate at work, reduce conflict at home, and receive support for your dreams. So you have the courage to live your best life. I'm Rebecca Mullen, a relationship coach living in Western Colorado. And today we'll talk about the invisible power of Happily Ever After and why comfort is so crucial. We'll talk about why comfort is invisible until there's a crisis, what you can do to make comfort less invisible, and I'll give you a discussion prompt to help you clarify what makes your relationship more comfortable. Why is happily ever after better than the butterfly feeling of Twitter patient you had in the beginning of your relationship? Hollywood would tell you that the best part about falling in love is the butterflies, the electric attraction you feel. It's magnetic, chemical attraction. And that's wonderful, to be sure. But given the choice between the everyday mundane moments of butterfly twitter, patient, I'll take the mundane moments because they foster the deepest kind of connection in a marriage. My husband and I just got back from a trip to Scotland where we walked the Rob Roy Trail. There was a group of middle school students on our flight that landed in London. They sat just in front of us, all wearing red English jumpers, chattering away with the excitement of being away from home. As our plane approached London, there was a big storm. Our plane dove into the thick clouds and it began to get bumpy inside the plane's cabin. The plane dropped. It was that roller coaster feeling of significant turbulence where you're falling and then something catches you and there's pressure all around you as the plane lifts. The students all let out this collective whoop! <laughs> Had they ever been on a plane before? Certainly they were all feeling that mix of excitement and terror that comes from being away from home, taking an adventure. It continued to be a bumpy ride, drop, pressure, drop pressure many times over until the red-jumpered kids stopped their laughter and started barfing. <laughs> oh, we were in a cloud, and all I could see up the window was gray fog. The plane continued its descent until I could see the ground outside the window. The ground got closer, and I could make out roadways and parks, but the bumps weren't going away. We kept descending, until I could distinguish cars on those streets. And still the cabin of our plane rocked back and forth. Just as I could make out the lines on our landing runway, the engines revved and we felt a different pressure, speed. We zoomed away from the ground and headed back into those thick clouds above us. The pressure of all that lifting pressed us back into our seats. Then the pilot came onto the intercom with his calm voice. Nothing to worry about, folks. A typical landing attempt at Heathrow Airport. We'll take a quick circle, wait for the wind to calm, and have you safe on the ground in just a few minutes. (laughs) It was interesting to me that I didn't feel agitated, or I I didn't really feel much of anything. But suddenly, my body was sweating, and my vision swimming. I put my hand in my husband David's lap. He cradled my hand between the two of his and gently rubbed the back of my hand as he has done thousands of times in our 35 years together. Even though I didn't feel afraid, my body was scared. But the instant my husband cradled my hand, I stopped sweating. My vision cleared. This is the tenderness of living happily ever after. Your body relaxes when you feel the companionship of your sweetheart. This invisible moment of David holding my hand would have disappeared were it not for the aborted landing. The relief and my body's instant response to David's comforting hand is something I noticed only because it was in stark contrast to the plane that didn't follow the routine. For decades, We'd been sowing seeds for my body to respond that way. Zillions of invisible moments of companionship. We dodge each other in the kitchen each morning. We deal with a clogged sink. We share dinner at the end of the day. These invisible moments bond us week after week, month after month, year after year. But in most lives, these invisible moments disappear because there's nothing dramatic or even really noteworthy about them. My husband's hand became a sea of comfort only because of the compression of time. It took a lifetime of those handholds to have that momentary effect. Life was proceeding as normal when suddenly I was facing a potential airplane crash. That's a stark contrast. It's the contrast that allows us to suddenly see the power of the invisible moments and David's powerful presence in my life. This kind of contrast, however, is very rare. So you don't sense the transformative comfort when you're living your everyday life. You don't sense it because there there isn't typically the contrast that makes it show up. Comfort is largely invisible. Imagine the power this comfort offers to create a firm foundation to your life day after day month after month, year after year. Your body doesn't know how to lie. It can't fake security. When the sweat stopped flooding out of my pores, it was because my body's sympathetic nervous system felt calmed by David's presence. I was talking to an art professor who mentioned to me she noticed a freedom in the art of her colleagues who were in stable relationships. She told me about colleagues who, when their relationships suffered, their art came to a halt. When you cultivate a happily ever after, you're able to apply that powerful comfort to a much greater fear than the sudden abort of an airplane landing. You have fears that slowly and invisibly erode your hopes and dreams. Think of those artists who can't access their creativity when their relationship is filled with unsettling drama. Where is your creative and energy engaged? What are you striving for? A friend of mine is training to break a record traveling the Colorado Trail. The support of her husband is crucial to her success. I remember watching my mother as she got better and better making quilts. She took classes, she sewed for hours and hours, and I remember my stepfather, her husband, who took joy in making sure she had the best tools to help her. My mother was stingy, changing the needle on her sewing machine because she was frugal. But when a needle broke, it caused a small little gaff in her sewing. So my stepfather bought her a lifetime supply of needles and said, you better get to changing those needles or all of those needles are going to go to waste. He was trying to appeal to the frugal nature that she had. Support. From a sweetheart like this goes beyond favors traded. This is becoming a life partner, a true companion. Because David feels the same stability from me as I did in the airplane, he was able to face medical school in his 30s. Here's a guy who needed to cram six extra gym classes into his senior year of high school just so he'd have enough credits to graduate. But then he gained the courage to walk down a 10-year educational road because he felt safe in his wife's support to pursue a dream. This sort of stability might seem boring while you're living day to day. I heard this quote on the radio. No one's going to write about happy marriages. They're boring. It was a journalist who said that. And that's when I vowed to start writing about habits for your happily ever after. Maybe it's true. Maybe there's not much drama in my marriage these days. No big problems to solve with my girlfriend during a two-hour phone call. But you know what? Intrigue like that is overrated when it comes to the foundation of your life. Home is happy because it's where the recovery happens. It's not super glamorous, but you're able to be brave in the big wide world because you can rest so thoroughly at home. What are the brave things you want to do? Your list probably doesn't include flying to the moon. Your list of things that will take courage this week might include something like showing up at your kid's baseball game and keeping your focus on the game instead of your husband's ex. Or maybe you need some courage to know how do you talk to your friend whose son died. Or maybe you need courage to think about how to apologize that you forgot to take out the trash again. We all have things that fill our week Some of those things require courage. Attending graduate school wasn't sexy for my husband. It was hard work. I sit at a computer day after day, and it can be boring. But we're both becoming. We're becoming a new version of ourselves while holding on to the promise that we have someone by our side. You want someone who will guide you when your vision blurs You want someone to help clean up after the barf. A life where there's no change is boring. Your spirit dies before your body, so you want to keep changing and growing, but that can be unsettling at best and terrifying at worst. Having someone to take the ride with you is potent. It calms your nervous system. It makes life more beautiful. A hand to hold gives you that courage. And then you have the power you need to take off full speed, circle your options, and stick the landing the next time you attempt it. This week's habit for your happily ever after is to notice what is probably invisible, the connection moments in your relationship that bring you comfort. Most people find these invisible moments easiest to locate if you imagine the worst. Well, what if your sweetheart was gone? I've talked to many people who have actually lost their sweetheart, and it's always so tender to hear what things they miss most. Mostly, it involves the fabric of everyday living, the noise in the kitchen in the morning, seeing their sweetheart's shoes in the entry, A smell of perfume wafting on your sweetheart's hug. What tiny invisible thing does your sweetheart do or say that brings your life comfort and stability? This habit of noticing those invisible moments allows you to skip the bumpy plane ride, but still recognize you're cultivating a deep connection with your true companion to build a happily ever after. We've arrived at our date night discussion segment. Do you have a story of comfort like the one I told you today? This week, when you have 10 minutes to connect with your sweetheart, tell your sweetheart your story of comfort. Maybe your story is less dramatic. I took a walk last year, which is something I do almost every day, but because I was wondering about these invisible moments that disappear unless we go looking for them, I noticed something different when I walked in the door after my walk. David works weird hours, and I'm never certain when he'll be awake for the day. When I opened the door, The rich smell of David's coffee welcomed me in and I knew my husband was awake. Maybe it was because I was pondering what I would miss if he were gone. Maybe the cold outside was in particular stark contrast to the warmth of that coffee aroma. But I walked in and was washed in the comfort that he was there, sharing my life. What is it that feels comfortable to you because your sweetheart lives in your home? After you've told your story and exchanged the warm hug that might inspire, ask your sweetheart what makes them comfortable. Is there a habit that I have you would miss if I disappeared? Why is this a valuable discussion, you might ask? Here's my answer. Your happily ever after is largely created by these invisible moments. This conversation makes something that is invisible, visible. Even if it's only for a tiny moment, you get to notice that, oh, we are building our happily ever after. Noticing matters. Noticing aloud matters to your sweetheart. Your sweetheart feels seen, and when you speak those invisible moments aloud, you feel them instead of them getting washed away in the everyday rhythm of life. When you color an invisible moment visible without the catastrophic circumstance to wake you up to it, you strengthen your awareness muscles. You see things you were taking for granted. I'd love to know about the invisible things your sweetheart does that brings you comfort. Text me today at 970-210-4480 and let me know what those invisible things are and how it felt when you made them visible to your sweetheart. That's it for today. I'm Rebecca Mullen, and this has been Habits for Your Happily Ever After, where we get clear about your marriage communication. Because when your relationships are strong, you're better able to concentrate at work, reduce conflict at home, and receive support for your dreams so you can have the courage to live your best life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd be grateful if you'd send a link to your friend. Habits for Your Happily Ever After is produced by Grace Smith. All our music and sound comes from Walk West Productions. I'm Rebecca Mullen. Thanks for including me in your relationship today.